1: Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in to online affiliates around the world, we're glad that you all could join us as well. I think all of us would agree that communication is key, not only in our personal lives, but definitely when it comes to our professional lives as well. For many people, though, they may struggle with ways to be able to effectively communicate. Our next guest has written a book I think you guys are going to really enjoy, so i had to welcome Carrie Fox to our broadcast. She's the CEO and founder of Mission Partners, which is a communications firm. But she's also the author of the best-selling book, More Than Words: Communications Practices of Courageous Leaders. We'll talk to Carrie and what it's been like for her to compile this book, but also the lessons I think all of us can learn. I was just saying to her, for myself, is you can not only use it in your in your professional life, but definitely in the way you communicate with your family and friends as well. If you're just now finding out about More Than Words, we'll let you know how to get your own copy of it. Carrie, thank you again for the time. Really do appreciate it.
0: Cyrus, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you.
1: Well, this is something that is definitely a part of your wheelhouse and what you've been able to do with your firm, Carrie. But it's a book, as I mentioned, already a bestseller on Amazon. What has it been like for you to see not only the interest in a book that deals with effective communication, Carrie, but also people wanting to see how they can become better at it?
0: You know, Cyrus, it has been so wonderful to see how this message has resonated with folks. I often say this is the book I could have used many years ago as I was navigating through some complicated challenges. And my hope is folks are starting to see how valuable this is going to be as a tool for them. And as you said, not just for those professional communicators or executives, but really for anyone who's looking to advance uh, more effective communications in their work.
1: Yeah. You you kind of separate out, and I think it's it's a great thing for us to talk about because we all we all use the word leadership, but there's definitely mm-hmm. a difference when it comes to being an effective leader, as you talk about in the book, a courageous leader. Talk to us about that conversation for you, Carrie. What does it be like for you to show people it's not enough to have the position. It really is about how effective you are in that position.
0: You know, I'll start first with something that uh, someone I admire very much, a a woman named Janelle Bradshaw, who is the executive director of a charter school in New York City, said to me a few years ago, she said, everyone is a leader from a different seat. And that really stuck with me, this idea that you do not need to be the highest ranking member of your organization to affect change. A courageous leadership allows you to consider what are you seeing around you? What are you experiencing? And when you are seeing Uh, an injustice, when you are seeing something that's unfair, when you're just simply questioning something or curious. We all have that opportunity to ask, what if? What if we said something? What if we questioned something? What if we dug in a little deeper to whatever wasn't feeling quite right to us? Could we, in fact, start to open up lines of communication that could move us toward That more just world that I know so many of us imagine and the beloved community that so many of us want to be working
1: toward love that. And to that point, Carrie, you also address in the book, because as we think about leadership, a lot of times that is about being able to share exactly what you expect and what you want and what you can contribute and how others can contribute. But you also talk about questioning too, because the asking part is also a part of that. And I think it goes to what you mentioned about having the different seat. And, and that courage, I think, shows up in different ways too. So talk to us about that, because I think a lot of times we we don't, Always know how to say things, but what has it been like for you to show how communication is, as is, is the title alludes to, more than just the words we say?
0: Mm-hmm. It's a great question. So I think everyone who is listening at this moment
1: will relate to
0: the fact that <clears throat> today's society, today's world, any given day we enter into, there are questions that are that are, we are being faced with in our personal and professional lives. Those can be questions around equity, race mental health, power, there is no playbook for how to address the complexity of these issues, particularly when you are in a formal leadership role, right? And I think so many of us do the best we can. But I started to wonder, what if the best, what if our best is not good enough? And I have been working with high performing and highly respected leaders for many decades now. And when I sat back and considered what they all had in common, there were in fact some practices that started to arise that became clear that um, really anyone can start to hone these skills of courageous communication
1: and I think the other thing that you show in the book, and you've been able to show it in your own life, Carrie, is this is not something we graduate from. Yes, we may become mm-hmm. better at it, but we are always having to learn and, and to adapt because of the changing circumstances. Has that been easy for you to share with those, in particularly in leadership? Because a lot of times we do think it's a box that we check off. But, but what does it feel like for you to show that it is a, a, a daily process, really?
0: You know, I'm going to tell you a little bit of story to, to set this up for you. I started my business career when I was 25 years old. I often say, before I knew any better, Cyrus, I was starting a business. And I remember in those early years, someone came up to me, a a very well-respected executive who had actually, their firm had just hired us, and he looked at me and he said, how sweet it is that Carrie thought to bring her intern today. Do you know when Carrie will be arriving? And I looked at him and I said, oh, sir, it's nice to meet you. My name is Carrie Fox. I'll be leading the meeting today. And so it was from that moment that I realized, Cyrus, we have to think about how we're showing up in all of our experiences and that we all hold power even when folks don't realize that in us. Um, And so... Me coming into a leadership role, now being 20 years in business, realizing that the more vulnerable I have become over the years, the, the less I try to be something I'm not, <laughs> and the more I try to lean into my most authentic leadership, my most authentic self, when I am leading with care and courage and clarity, I am my most effective. And that, I think, has really been a transformational journey, which I share in the book, of what happens when you actually let go of some of those perceived ways we need to show up and instead lean into being a caring, courageous leader who, really, what that means more than anything, Cyrus, is kindness and empathy and listening. And when those skills are really honed and prioritized, that's when we start to have real transformational change in our organizations and and on the issues that we work on
1: yeah carrie you were reading my mind there i would made a note of what you said early in the book i'm going to actually just read it for audience you wrote the problem i found wasn't the lack of communications resources rather it was uncertainty about how to communicate with care courage and clarity during challenging times and i love that just to dovetail what you just said i love that because your mission statement has been so clear And and you really use yourself as an example. You talk about in in, in 2017 what that was like for you to open the doors to to Mission Partners. And now, of course, to be able to do what you've been able to do, to take the years of of, of experience and knowledge you've been able to glean. Talk to us about that experience. What has it been like for you, especially since 2017, since uh, you Mm -hmm. started Mission Partners, the world has changed so much, even in that amount of time, especially it the sure last has. few years. How have you been able to make those, those those changes and then to adapt to those changes?
0: It sure has. Well, for folks who are listening, I'll take them back one step, which is for 13 years before I started Mission Partners, I ran another firm, a very successful firm called CFOX mm-hmm. Communications. And at the end of 2016, as I was sitting with my family watching the presidential debates play out on the national stage, I realized I had become part of the problem. And let me explain what I mean by that. I was listening to two people among the most powerful on our nation, standing on a stage talking about issues of poverty, homelessness, economic mobility, and the way they were talking about them was purely false, right? There were some narratives that were not true about people in America and, and how we think about success and power in America. And I thought back to how I had been communicating and guiding nonprofit organizations to talk about their role in leading and supporting individuals who are experiencing homelessness or poverty and realized communications can be the greatest tool to advance social justice but we must understand the power that comes with communication. And it's not just the words we're using on a national stage. It's also the actions we take. And so I took a very difficult, and many people questioned it, but difficult decision, stand my firm entirely and start all over again. And I say I did that from a place of love and from a place of truth with an understanding that if you lean fully into the power of communication, you can, in fact, start to change, challenge, disrupt, a lot of these narratives that we know have led to the place we are in today
1: that is so true and thank you so much for sharing that and i appreciate that even in, in more than words how much you do share of course the examples of others carry but you are definitely in the pages of this book and that leads to this question, because I want to say for those who are just – well, let me kind of reset. For those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're having a great conversation today with Carrie Fox. She's the best-selling author of the new book, More Than Words, Communications, Practices of Courageous Leaders. It's available now through our friends at Amazon.com, but also you can order it from your favorite local bookstore. We'll remind you of that. I was just going to say, though, Carrie, that you not only share bits and pieces of your own journey in this book, but also the example of other courageous leaders as well do you find yourself continuing to I know I have people even as I've been able to do this now the past 20 years have people I still go to to be able to read about to learn from to watch and to listen to so that I can make sure that I am staying on track and and, and kind of keeping up the times has that been part of the fun for you in a process like this of not only learning yourself but also now sharing that with others
0: Oh, you captured it so perfectly, Cyrus. You know, I think one of the greatest blessings in my life is that I find inspiration in so many people around me. There are so many talented, courageous leaders who, quite honestly, just have their head down and are doing their work. And what they don't often realize is that they are disrupting systems. You don't have to be the loudest voice in the room to be disrupting systems. But it's how we show up day after day, consistently leading through values that you can, in fact, create such effective change. And so those are the folks I talk about in the book. Some you will know very well. Some you may not know their names. But they all practice these, these really set of practices, really, and there's four that I break down in the book, that over and over again, those are the practices that anyone can hone and grow, even if they don't feel they have that kind of courage and strength today.
1: You know, they say timing is everything, Carrie. Do you think this book was just meant for this time? Do you think that also is the mm-hmm. reason why, as I mentioned, at the time we are having this conversation, even on Amazon, you're number one literally in three categories at the time we're having this chat right now. Do you think it just was the right timing for this and that people are looking for this, even if it may seem like when you kind of look at the echo chamber out there that people are not trying to listen and communicate effectively? There are people who want to know how they can do it better now.
0: That's exactly right. So if I think back over these last few years, and I don't need to replay what we have all been through and the challenges that started in 2020 and started to unfold in the years since, that in the early part of both the pandemic and then the racial reckoning in the U.S. that clearly still has a lot of work uh, underway, what I saw was a lot of what felt like box checking organizations that said, oh, we're behind on our DEI work. Let's get that training scheduled. And then they would check the box and say, we did it. Good for us. Let's move on. There were also millions and millions of dollars committed to racial justice initiatives, many of which actually never saw the light of day, right? They never got to where they needed to go, and the impact never actually uh, was achieved. This book is really about that. Taking the next step, and I think this is why the moment feels so right as we sit here in 2023. Leaders, but also folks that are just entering the workplace, are requiring a different kind of work experience. Right? There's there are new rules being set every day on what work looks like now, um, what society looks like now, what society we want for our future, and this book is designed to help folks not check a box, but to go deeper in a practice that really can be uh, a continuation. And and you said it early on, bit by bit, day by day, advancing a practice that moves us all collectively forward.
1: Carrie, what keeps you optimistic? Because there's enough out there that can make us, even with the best of intentions, doubt if change is possible. What is it that has helped you to stay optimistic?
0: Uh, Gosh, I think I have just uh, inherently, I think I'm an optimistic person and a very hopeful person, but when I think about young people and the way they were able to show resilience coming through a pandemic, um, as I think about some of the greatest activists that I see in our country and how that is a young activist that is coming up into this world and thinking about the world they want for for themselves and for their future, There is so much optimism and hope in generations that will be a future generation in the greatest positions of power. And so um, I think our job is not to um, stop or hold back the power, the insight, the wisdom that is coming up from young people all around us. And actually let me touch on that because a big piece of this book, my hope you had mentioned, what do I hope this book does? This book is for folks who right now are considering how to communicate through challenges but a big piece of this of this book and I'll put this out into the world is I hope this book is used in college classrooms all over the country I hope that folks folks think about this as a playbook as they are entering into the working world to think about again back to this idea we are all leaders from different seats and we all have more courage than sometimes we let ourselves believe
1: such a great point, and such a great conversation, Carrie. Again, everyone, Carrie Fox has been our guest. More than words is the book. It's available, of course, right now on paperback. The the Kindle edition is available in pre-order. Like I said, already a Amazon bestseller, number one new release. You guys have to get this book. It definitely is a way for us to be able to think about how we can all move forward, but also how we can do our part. Because as Carrie mentioned in that great example in the beginning, that it's not just about having a position. All of us can do our part when it comes to becoming better communication communicators and leaders as well so Carrie the books available through Amazon they can get it through their local bookstore but how can they stay connected with you
0: so thanks so much for that question you can head over to missionforward.us that's where you can join our communications uh, our practice community you can learn more about the book you can learn more about the work that we're doing you can listen to our podcast as well and um, that's missionforward.us
1: all right Congratulations to you again, Carrie. Really enjoyed having you on and looking forward to our next chat together.
0: Thanks so much, Cyrus.
1: More than welcome. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webster. As always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care.